What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Renderos Brothers. Yes, we are here. Uh, just to give you guys a quick heads up, next week we will not be in town, but you're still going to get a bonus review. It's not a full episode. It'll be like 15 minutes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you what bonus that is. Yeah, real bonus action. Bonus you know. action. Uh, so what do we got on deck for the beer of the week? The beer of the week this week is brought to us by The Brewing Project. This is a chomp chomp. It's an imperial chomp. sour ale. With milk, sugar, mango, blackberry, cream cheese powder, graham cracker flavoring, and vanilla. It's a 6.6 alcohol by volume. Vanilla. And uh, it's a mango and blackberry cheesecake exact flavor of this beer. The cheesiest. Cake. So, if you like the Cheesecake Factory going in. Uh, you know, honestly, like. Crack this open. I-, I know that Cheesecake Factory is just like every other fucking like restaurant that's like a lot of chains, a lot of like generic uh, menu food stuff, but I want to say like it's probably one of my favorite like chain restaurants to go to. If I go to a chain restaurant, like I think they have yeah. such a variety of a menu that you can find something for everybody there. The menu's fucking massive at that fucking place. That's something. Sometimes that kind of gets overwhelming. Overwhelming for me, so I just goes to my straight to my uh, BLT sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I get the. Uh, Salmon poured you a little less because uh, I know I got uh, yeah, so like I'm uh, still a fucking white belt out here. Uh, white belt, I also uh, I'm super karate fucking chomp chomp land, yeah, yeah, but karate chomp chomp. Let's give this a shot here, real quick. Yeah, go ahead and try it out. It's I like the fucking I like the it can, it has smells. like a fucking cheesecake looking alligator snake looking thing about to eat a fucking a blackberry and a mango character. You know, both of them are getting uh, about to get chomped on. What's the alcohol by volume again? A uh, 6.6, it's not Ooh. very strong. It looks like this is done by an artist too. It says a little Chomp Chomp Bevosian. Bevosian or some shit. It's done by the Chomp Chomp artist. Yeah, so let me fucking try this shit. What's what's um, yeah, what I, I mean honestly, uh again, um not a big fan of sours, but this is not bad. It's nice and fruity. Like there's a lot of flavors going on. It does taste like you're drinking a cheesecake, but it's got that fucking like bitter aftertaste right at the end of it. Yeah. But um it's pretty it, good. It's pretty good. For a sour, I will say I mean, there's no complaints on my end like there also is Also the fucking consistency is a kind of kind of thick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, like a milk almost, you know, pause like a milk. But uh it's very scrumdy delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's delicious. I mean, it's not my style, but it's it is good. Yeah, I want to say there are other um Sours or sour flavored things that we've tried on this podcast that I've not been a big fan of. Oh yeah, but, no. But this right here, it's 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 mild enough flavor wise, and there's enough sweetness going on with the tart that like it's it's really enjoyable. Like okay. for someone who's not a fan of sours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so for me, uh, I just saw it and I was like, I didn't even know it was a sour. I just grabbed it. So I like, I went off the off the off the drawing off the drawing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you know that's. Where the curiosity sometimes spikes from, right? You that look at a bottle. That and it said uh, everything by Project, uh, whatever the fuck, Brewing. Uh, Project Thirty percent off. I said I'm grabbing this one for show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so but that's the thing, right? Like it's just it's um, really uh, wonderfully like drawn on the can, so it yeah. like grabs your attention when yeah. you're walking through. So you're more likely to try it and, and the give taste it a shot. Itself is like kind of kind of weird to think that they put all those ingredients in there and it. Came out tasting like this. Yeah, that's what strikes me. Better ingredients, Papa John's. Just kidding. yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, I've never um, been. N- not not worth it. Not Papa worth Johnson. it at all. Stick with Pizza Hut or Domino's. Like whatever you whatever you got close. What the fuck is Domino's? I go over to hit. I hit up a Domino's. 
Dominos. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love Dominos, especially with Don Amigo coming out. But like, what's up, Don Amigo? Don Amigo, I got your Dominos right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about our first film of the week. We've got It Lives Inside. An Indian-American teenager struggling with her cultural identity has a falling out with her former best friend and in the process unwittingly releases a demonic entity that grows stronger by feeding on her loneliness and, and uh, this both these films that we're reviewing this week were chosen by me correct and uh last week's were sam's so they were, were i mean shit. i i i, so I want to i want to review shit. the tape officer uh but it's directed by bishal duda written by bishal duda and a story by bishal the director duda. and uh sheesh don't forget Meta. bishal duda <laughs> i mean dude i mean like it's yeah no it's his everything. first major feature he's mostly done writing for television uh, starring Megan Suri uh, as Sam slash Samira. Uh, and then you yeah. have Niro Bawa as Purna. And then Mahana Krishna, uh, Krishnan as Tamira. And then you have Betty Gray, uh, Gabriel as Tien Joyce. Tamira. Betty Gable. Tien uh, Tamira. Uh, Betty Gabriel as uh, Joyce, the teacher. And then yeah. that's, oh, and then you have a bunch of fucking supporting roles that yeah. nobody cares about. Because the, the, the love interest. This movie fucking was amazing. No, it's fucking sucked, man. Uh, you know, honestly, <laughs> I, I want to say, like, right off the bat, like, for me, like, ooh, almost knocked over this fucking mic cable. Yeah, I feel like it was a, it was a, I kind of, I don't know, just wasn't, they don't put any fucking thought into really giving you a story, your backstory on the characters whatsoever. Yeah. Like, um, so right, when like, you're right. watching it at first, you're just like, oh, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, right, right. We read the fucking summary, right, from IMDb, and it yeah. says that she has a falling out with her former best friend, yeah. but they never give you so that they, relationship. The thing is, they expected you to fucking read the synopsis and then watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're, going, if you're going in blind, you're not going to be given, like, any inkling that these two are friends at any given point. Like, there's, yeah, like, ever in life. quick little flashbacks of them holding hands as little kids, but that doesn't tell me that they were best friends. Yeah, Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. it, it just shows that, oh... She has a memory of her holding someone's hand. Like, it's not... Yeah, because they don't even fucking make you think that it's both of them at, at that. No. It, it's, it's just it, like a random fucking, like a random uh, throwback in the past. Like, I want to say, like, the things that I did enjoy about this film, because for me, like, I feel very, um, it's very mid, very uneven. Um, okay. Like, I like that. that it is uh, people of color. I like that it's Indian community. I like that it's a different kind of vibe that they're going for. Um... And that's about it. Yeah. Uh, like, I think okay. the big, the, like, I don't hate the movie, but the way it's directed is very plain. It's not very clear at times. Yeah. The editing is a little choppy in spots. Um, you know, the acting in, it depends on scene to scene is really, it goes from stiff. <laughs> this shit was for it me. Goes from really, was fucking yeah, garbage. It, it goes from really stiff to really campy to, uh, you know, trying to be emotional, but because of, the other acting moments yeah. that are stiff and campy at times, her, it hurts the film when it tries to be serious because I think they're better as a cast when they are being serious compared to when they're uh, just living like a day-to-day thing. Like I never believe the conflict between um, uh, Samita and her mom Purna like at all. Like I never believe that they hated each other. Because it felt like there was not enough development of terms of like of the relationship that they had. Yeah, yeah. And I also didn't believe uh, Sam and Tamira's friendship because again, not enough time was given at all to these actresses to really like flesh out the relationships that he's trying to give us in this rushed hour and thirty nine minute fashion. Yeah. yeah. Um, the music is just okay. Um, 
I actually would have preferred this movie to be rated R because of some of the violence that's taking place in the film. I felt like it's like soft. It's really soft, right? Like they don't show enough of no, what's going on. You're soft. No, but, this you know, fucking movie should have been PG. This shit was fucking. It's PG thirteen. The movie's PG thirteen. Should have been PG. But I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like the movie should have been rated R because like, why? That fucking monster had fucking sick-ass, like, razor blade fucking teeth like a fuck. It kind of reminded me, when they finally kind of showed it, it reminds me of that fish that's, like, super deep into the ocean. Yeah, the angler has a, fish. That has a, a light. Yeah, angler, that yeah. fucking fish. But the Thanks, fucking bites, yeah, but the fucking bites on the fucking... Well, that's what I'm saying. On like, the forearms I, were, like, well, like a fucking... Like, if you would have bit them, you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if it was rated R, they could have pushed it more because it was PG-13. Ah, they went okay. soft with, like, the depictions ah. of violence, right? Like when These he, also when, two little when, fucking girls, the high school girls that they're right, but, depicting but, things with But, I mean, also. dude, like, I mean, we watched Talk To Me, right? And, like, the violence Talk that happened to, to a 12-year-old kid on that Rock scene, that movie is rated R. Like, they're not fucking around when he's gouging out his eye oh, yeah, in huh. the film. I like, forgot about that. Yeah, I mean... and so That shit was tight, yo. But that's the thing, right? Like... I know, but this is this movie was... I personally believe that this movie was also pushed for that uh, uh, the teenage audience no uh, not just the teenage audience but for people of that religion you know sure and and I really feel that because there are lots because like I said even they even fucking the whole the whole monster and all that stuff is is within based. that is based on that on those beliefs and that religion and and the, um, the pishash yeah and I think that that's that shit was cool that they incorporated all that kind of stuff because something that you don't fucking see but um, it could, they could have like you're right. They should have gone. It should have been fucking right. Uh, well, well, like I'm saying, it like should have been like a lot darker in a sense. Yeah, like with the scene, like I know that when uh, Tamira's getting bitten by the creature, it does look like really like oh, this is really like baby cuts. Yeah, like yeah, they're not right, deep right bites. They look kind of been cheesy. Or when easy. Russ is getting messed up by the creature by uh, the swings. Yeah, the violence that's happening. Oh to yeah, him, that shit is tight. Yeah, I mean it's tight, but I think like with rated R, I think you would have amped up. I liked I liked that that aspect of it when you couldn't see the monster. Once you start seeing the monster, kind of just ah, right? Because again, the the bites and that he was stupid. The fucking also oh, they start chanting this shit. And if this was a actual like just this yeah. as a fucking as a horror movie, they start chanting some shit and this shit fucking goes into the bottle like ah. Yeah, well, it's it's almost the same thing. Like uh, the power of Christ compels you, and like the Exorcist, and like you know, she's oh, like po- laughing the po- at them. The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, I just saw that last night. Oh, I'm sorry. Woo. I'm sorry. Woo. That looked bad. Yeah. With Russell Crowe, this food drives a fucking Vespa, but a Ferrari version. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it makes sense because you know he probably has money. I, I think when he's like vanquishing the ghost, right? He's like. What you do now in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Maximus Aurelius. Yeah, Maximus Aurelius. <laughs> yeah, no. But, 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 but that's, that's the problem, I think, because it's PG-13 and because they're not fleshed out relationships. And like I said, like it's one of his first major directing things. Like, he's mostly done like shorts and TV. Uh, but like one television show, two episodes. Yeah. And, and a couple you. of shorts. But I feel like... I because it could, of, it could have been way better for I, sure. It could have been way better because again, it feels like I totally, did. totally killer last yeah. week. What well, doesn't say at the end of the day, this is we gonna want to stay away. Yeah, from. I I would recommend stay away because I mean it does feel like totally killer, like a really clever. I prem- still think totally killer was better than this for sure. I will agree with that because I think like again, even cinematography it, but, wise, shot yeah, wise, oh yeah, shot like wise. Even yeah. look at, like when we were talking about it, it felt like a TV show. It was still shot clearly enough yeah. where I understood what was happening. Yeah. Uh, but I think the thing is, is like for me, you know, watching this movie, it's another movie of wasted potential, which is what we said about Totally Killer, a really clever mm-hmm. idea that they squandered because of the limitations of either the script, the budget. I'm not sure. 
you know, because I know that the team that's putting this film together, they believe in it and they're trying their best with what they have. But at the same time, not, I, I don't know, maybe you get a million dollars more, get a, a something, you know, a slightly bigger name that can help the actors, the young actors, like flesh out things better. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you would fix this movie, but as it stands right now, it's not, know. it's not. Don't it, make it. Yeah, it doesn't make it, you know. And, and again, like we're not trying to be like fucking assholes to be assholes. It's just how we feel about the fucking movie. Yeah, but yeah. So I would say definitely skip. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> um, you know, if you enjoyed it, I mean, congr- like, these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, and then our second film is the conference or conferensen uh, is known as Swedish film. A team building. A conference for municipal employees turns into a nightmare when accusations of corruption begin to circulate and plague the work environment. At the same time, a mysterious figure begins murdering the participants. Uh, Directed by Patrick Elglund, uh, starring Katia Winter and Adam Lundgren as Jonas with a big supporting cast of actors from uh, Sweden. And uh, yeah, it's based on a book by a writer named Mads Stronsberg. Um, which Madsen. I, I was very surprised. I was very surprised that it was based on the book, but I think that's I, where a lot of the humor that, came from. I, I, say, I think that's what helped push this movie to be actually enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it comes from I, a book. Of course, it was also uh, played out correct. I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's better directed. Yeah. Uh, the script is tighter. Uh, I think there's a little too much going on, but that's over- true. Overall, I think like the script is much better in terms of the quality that it's presenting. Yeah. And, uh, and the guy who directed the conference, again, a bunch of shorts, uh, uh, not a lot of TV. And this is like his first like real directorial. Real first gig. Uh, his real first yeah. big to the, to the next level of like independent director. I think he did a good fucking job with this. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't think it would be what it was, you know right, what I mean? Because and I, I also like the fact that there was this underlying plot on top of the killing and all that kind of shit. Yeah, with Lena and Jonas. Yeah, trying to figure out the contract of the fucking prop, of the land that they had just bought and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So I like that aspect of it because it leaves you thinking that it's the, for me, for a long time, I was like, it's probably the people that fucking, you know, got the land stolen from them or the fuck. Yeah, it, it almost felt like that. And then um, you're, you're trying to figure out who the actual killer is. Yeah. Um, But I do like that you know some of the deaths were like okay fuck i don't expect that person to die just then but yeah like a from the phone the hammock is if we're just chilling and, and like I was, thinking, I was thinking maybe some like jump scare was gonna happen but not as food just straight gets fucking stand in the heart <laughs> yeah and i i do like some of the the deaths in this movie yeah. uh, i like uh the propeller sequence oh, uh yeah. in the hot tub i i like how jonas dies you know because like the pain of it he just drowns at that point like yeah. it just she fucking scalps him that um, shit was tight. But my favorite death is definitely when the actor who plays the their boss, uh, Ingelda, in- Ingela, yeah, uh, when she gets fucking <laughs> the the the, the, the flag by- the flag yeah. rope wrapped around her neck and then gets strung up like a flag, yeah, and then um, because of the the numbnuts of the group, uh, Kaj. The fireworks get set off from the burning van, and so like it's just popping, and she's just hanging there. Ah, dude, I laughed. Yeah, hell yeah, I laughed out loud for that, that sequence. That was good. I thought that was really funny. But the movie, I think, has a good dynamic between all the cast members. And I do like that uh, some of the decisions made by some of the characters, mostly 
the the ones that you're 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 really rooting for, like Lena and even fucking Amir, right? Like the decisions they made, they didn't feel like that out of hand. I think for the older yeah. ones, it did feel like maybe they were making mistakes. But I like the old man, uh, Torberg, um, and I think Annette, not Annette, but um, when they're by themselves, Eva, when they're oh, by yeah, themselves, Eva. and then they decide, fuck it, dude, we gotta fight. We got to get this guy. And they're fighting him in the restaurant. He's getting fucking punched, and she fucking comes. I, I really enjoyed a lot of what this film was presenting. Like, yeah, again, fuck yeah. Again, flawed, but but super, super duper enjoyable. Um, enough gore. And that's the thing I like, right? Like, I like when horror films aren't aimed and targeted towards kids or teenagers, like young teenagers. Like, I know that's where you're going to make a lot of your money, but at the same time, I think you hurt a film in terms of like what you're going for when you soften up the violence that you know kids are going to go see it's the same reason like i think that there should be more uh love scenes uh you know sex scenes in film um because what are people turning to learn about sex you know especially young people they're turning to pornography and that shit is not fucking real like yeah you know and so i think like you know if if you really want to tell these fucking stories you got you got to go gung-ho a little bit that's true that is definitely fucking true. You know, we're, that's just how I feel about everything, like, recently. Like, watching how almost sterilized uh, American films have become. Yeah, I think we've, I've definitely enjoyed a, a majority... We've, de- we've definitely enjoyed a majority of uh, of uh, foreign films. We have. This you year, know, we have enjoyed... Different, idea, different ideas, different things that they bring to the table. And the way that they go about it really shows the maturity within these countries in a sense here, the yeah, fil- and the it, filmmaking, you know? Yeah, because it's gutsier. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's gutsier. Like, you know, it's done right, though. It's just, the way, even the way depicted is just fucking proper. They, they, they take their time and they show more of an admiration for these type of stories, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they could fuck them up easily. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, like, even, like, talk to me, right? Like, it's an Australian film. Yeah. But, yeah, like, the maturity that is still enveloped in these films, uh, you know, they're just... They're just willing to push that that envelope, even though it's not a lot. Like it just feels more adventurous than American stuff. Like I mean, you think about Insidious, or you think about you know even fucking Halloween. Like Halloween is trash. Like we yeah. don't like David Gordon Green. And it's not because oh no, there's gore in it, but even the gore feels like a little soft in some parts. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And they're not strong stories. Exactly. It's just it, they t- they they uh, they bank on their gore. Yeah. Rather than a good story. No, exactly, and it, that's where I think they're, they're hurting here in America in terms of of that stuff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, those are the. Uh, I think definitely it's on Netflix. Watch this; it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it tremendously. It's it, it's got a good recommends on this. Uh, the 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 first film, unfortunately, because of its shortcomings, it, we're gonna say pass. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but let's talk about tidbits. Uh, tidbits. Uh, we got a couple this a week. Um, nothing too crazy. Uh, I'm trying to fucking find it here. So I'm trying to stall for time, brother. Oh, perfect. Whoopsie. Yeah, so next week we will be uh, away. You're still going to get a bonus review. We're going to be talking about the film No Hard Feelings before we go into tidbits here. Uh, the Jennifer Lawrence film we just dropped on Netflix. Um, watch that. It will go up on Tuesday uh, while we are away on uh, on vacation. Yeah. And then when we come back, we got uh, more films on deck for you guys, but you'll know about that next week when you hear the bonus review of No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Um, 
But so yeah. I'm not sure if this is one that I mentioned last week. It's the fucking uh, Netflix game, Grand Theft Auto fucking game thing they're trying to fucking do on their on their platform. Well, yeah, I know. Don't remember if you mentioned that I don't at think all. I did. Yeah. But it's I guess it's a Netflix is reportedly working on a licensing, to, uh, licensing, licensing a Grand Theft Auto game for their platform for Netflix's platform. I guess. Yeah, Netflix has really been pushing gaming on their app. Like if you yeah, notice, like when I you're have. scrolling through, they have yeah. games available. And I haven't played any yet, but I see him. Uh, one of my friends was saying that he really enjoys playing like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Uh, on okay. there, but I have that on my PS5. Uh, why am I gonna play it on Netflix? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, go kick rocks, Netflix. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, pay your people, motherfucker. Gargoyles, uh, yeah, the old animated 90s show, yeah, is getting rebooted as a live action series for Disney Plus. Ooh, nice. So we'll see what that brings to the table. I mean, the cartoon was excellent. Unfortunately, what hurt the cartoon was the OJ trial. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. it kept on getting interrupted, yeah, so people didn't actually get to see the episodes and it <laughs> yeah, got canceled. Uh, because of it. That sucks. Yeah. We got Taco Bell testing new chicken nuggets in uh, one city. They don't fuck. They didn't release what city that was. So if you're in that city and you got a taste, let us know what you think. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the same thing. Like, remember when McDonald's many, 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 many years ago, they were trying the Cajun McChicken sandwich here in uh, L.A.? Yeah, shit and, was fire. Oh, my God. It was so good. And yeah, unfortunately, people up. people did not. It was only a dollar. It was only a dollar, and people were Back not. When burgers were a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> and people weren't rushing to buy it, so they canceled Actually, it. When burgers I, were about dollar fifty, so you'd get a bargain getting a Cajun McChicken. It almost felt like a slightly spicier chicken nugget, but it just yeah, had a big fire, old patty. Yo, fire! Uh, during our band days, we would go with the guys and fucking just snatch up 20 like bucks twenty get you bucks a long worth way and thirty nine cent cheeseburgers. Oh, 39 cent cheeseburgers! Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of McDonald's, the perfect segue is McDonald's is giving out free fries every Friday for the rest of the fucking year. All you really? gotta do is spend one dollar and you will get fries. So uh you have to mention it, of course. So do not forget for those that like fucking McDonald's and shit like that, do not forget every Friday and get some free fries. Yeah, I mean I will say this again, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast that McDonald's fries are top tier yeah. fast food fries. I personally ask them for no salt now. They come out fucking crispy and the salt, the fire, yo. You know, I, I remember listening to a podcast where they talked about how there is a science to how crispy your fries stay because of the starch in potatoes. They get soggy uh, and soft really after like five minutes, six minutes. Yeah, yeah. So they've been trying to figure out how to keep the consistency longer using different oils and stuff. It's, yeah. it's it was fascinating, but yeah. And the last tidbit for the week is Disneyland is announcing an opening date for their new Pixar hotel, which I didn't fucking even know uh, there was going to be a new Pixar hotel, but I guess it opens January 30th, 2024, and it's in Disneyland, so it's here in LA. Mm -hmm. So for those that like uh, Pixar and want to experience some more Pixar stuff, go and scope that out. Oh, forgot. Last one. Urban Outfitters is selling vintage iPods. For up to three fifty, vintage iPods for three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, so those fucking people that Fuck. are like nostalgic and all that kind of shit. If you want one, well, now's your chance. To go get one. You're fucking psychotic there if you're go. buying that shit. Like motherfuckers, people are fucking willing to buy, man. Yeah, no, I MP3, get that. MP3 I, players are coming back and making a fucking. They're making I mean, a dude, I mean, like I, I mean, for the you know, it's not I just my, the record players. I bought myself a point and shoot camera, like a traditional point and shoot camera, because um, I started feeling like man i'm i miss taking actual photos photos yeah and so like that shit uh it just really took it to the next level i feel really comfortable about like my purchase like i'm really happy with it oh, yeah, um yeah i got the uh canon mark 2 g7 g7 mark 2 
Um, fantastic, fantastic photos. Fantastic. And it, you know, if you're not fantastic, and if you're not good with photography, it's got a lot of automatic modes to help you out, which have helped me take my photo game. This is not a sponsored ad, but I'm just saying, I fucking love this camera. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, next week. We've got No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. It's a bonus episode. It is going to be a short one, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah, not going to be we fucking... on vacation. Yeah, so. because we are on vacation. And then when we come back, we'll tell you those movies on the No Hard Feelings yeah. uh, episode um, as we go. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate it. Anchor.fm slash Renderos Bros. We are also that on Instagram. You can find us individually as Render Me Sam. I'm Hollywood Mike with the double I and Mike. Uh, stay safe out there, guys. Remember No Hard Feelings. With Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. All right. Titties. Later.